love them, you hate them, and you can't stop talking about them. Announcers, analysts, pundits, they're all fair game. It's Sports Media Mayhem with Alex Reamer. Time to let it rip. Hello, everybody, and happy Thursday. Happy Thursday, indeed, and welcome into another edition of the Sports Media Mayhem podcast. My name, of course, is Alex Streamer, as you heard in our fantastic open. It is February 23rd of 2023. I believe this will be our last show in the month of February as we move towards March. Look at that. And as always, you can find the Sports Media Mayhem podcast wherever you can find your favorite shows. We are available for your downloading pleasure on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You know the drill by now. Download, listen, rate, and subscribe. It is much appreciated. I have a couple of media notes I want to get through here at the top of the show. Then we'll get to uh, my conversation with Sean McAdam, long longtime Red Sox reporter, uh, currently working for the Boston Sports Journal. He's down there in Fort Myers. Uh, we talked about a tweet that Sean sent on the show last week about how at the start of the Red Sox spring training, there were only five media organizations uh, there covering the thing. Uh, I, I think the breakdown was one TV station, four websites and newspapers. Uh, with spring training now in full swing, I think that number has increased a little bit, but not much. And uh, yeah, I talked to Sean, who's been covering the team for a long time, about the Red Sox apathy problem, John Henry's problem. Uh, Sean was one of two reporters, along with the Athletics, Jen McCaffrey, who uh, conducted an email Q&A with John Henry over the weekend. So I'm going to ask Sean a little bit about that as well. So Sean McAdam coming up in a few moments you don't want to miss that. Um, but first, let's go with the big national media story of the week. This is traditionally viewed as kind of a downtime in the sports calendar. So it's NBA All-Star Game, NHL All-Star Game, and the ratings are in for the NBA All-Star Game, which took place Sunday night. And uh, yeah, not very impressive at all. 4.6 million viewers on TNT and TBS, making it easily the least watched NBA All-Star Game on record. Um, these numbers were down 27% from 2022. So just last year, which by the way, also went up against the Winter Olympics. And the prior low was 5.9 million viewers in 2021. So obviously, the NBA All-Star Game, like all All-Star Games, on a downward trajectory in terms of viewers. Um, And, you know, there's been a lot of talk this week about how can the NBA All-Star Game be fixed? Does it need a Pro Bowl-type revamp? The NFL this year, of course, did not play a traditional Pro Bowl. They played a flag football-type tournament, and the ratings were all right. 3.4 uh, rating nationally, 6.28 million viewers across ABC and ESPN. Uh, still down a little bit, down 5% in the ratings and 6% in viewership from last year's traditional Pro Bowl, but that's not bad, especially for a flag football competition. Um... So I would say Pro Bowl ratings held steady this year, despite the change in format. And again, the question is, can the NBA All-Star, can the NBA do anything to make its All-Star game more appealing, to bring people back to watching it? And, you know, sure, they can tweak it, more skills competitions, maybe that'll generate some more buzz. I mean, this game, both teams are in the 90s at halftime. I mean, it's a glorified practice, not entertaining to watch in the least. But the fact of the matter is, all-star games in the NBA and across all sports are so irrelevant now in the year 2023, and that's been increasingly the case for years, as we see all these players now on national broadcasts seemingly every night of the week. We have, you know, the NBA League Pass, Major League Baseball has the Extra Innings Pass, 
NFL Sunday Ticket, Red Zone Channel, etc. So seeing these players, these stars, compete against each other is not nearly as special as it was even 20 years ago because there's just so much so much more content out there, so many more games, social media, videos, podcasts, all of these stars are in our faces 24-7. And that's really what it comes down to. You know, uh, so yeah, the NBA can tweak the All-Star game. Maybe they go into more of a skills-type competition, but it's not going to come anywhere close to what it once was because A, as we've discussed, ad nauseum on the show, ratings for live events are down across the board, except, of course, for the NFL. So linear TV is on a steep decline, and All-Star games are a part of that steep decline. And also, as I said, it's just not a special event anymore. We see these stars all the time. I mean, great. LeBron James facing off against Jason Tatum. You know, Kevin Durant facing off. You know, Giannis and Kevin Durant, you know, on this on the same court. And I know Durant is hurt this year, but you catch my drift, right? I mean, it's just it's just not special anymore. There's there's nothing cool about it. We see these stars all the time. We see these stars interact with each other all the time. There's so much player movement across the league now as well. Free agency, another wild trade deadline in the NBA. Both Durant and Kyrie Irving got moved. I mean, so it's just, it's not, it's not, it's not the same. It'll never be the same. I mean, I guess the leagues will continue to hold these all-star games, these all-star weekends, because they are money-making endeavors. They do generate, I think, some sort of revenue for the host city. It's a good showcase for the team, but it's not going back to the way it was, and it's never going to. So I think we should stop talking about this so much because uh, it's just, it's a futile conversation. There's so much player movement. We see these stars all the time. The games suck anyway. There's just nothing special about them.